In a world where every Rob, Steve, and Lane has a podcast, two good brothers will try to rise above the rest. Howard Blues and the Mark Kidder invite you to pour a cold beverage, pull up a seat, and enjoy time with friends. Welcome to Beer Blues and BS. Hello again, and welcome to another edition of Beer, Blues, and BS, the podcast that normally has Howard Blues, but he's snowed in so bad he can't make it to his computer or microphone. I'm the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Kidder. Thanks for joining me this evening, and as always, I can't do this by myself. I mean, I could, but I don't want to. It's more fun this way. So this evening, there is Sans Howard Blues. Not Comic Sans, like uh, Rude Boy was saying a couple weeks ago. Just the lack thereof. But he'll put his touches on this episode anyway. I am joined this evening by not one. You just see him right there. Not one, but two of the Triple B friends. <laughs> yes, there he is. You keep getting cut away to him. That's JS Gunslinger. Good evening to you, JS. How we doing? Well, we're doing better now that uh, Snowmageddon has passed. And before we get into that and what's on tap, we can't forget about the local geek himself, the Triple B Brewmaster. Welcome back again. Only a couple weeks ago, you were on our monumental one-year episode, so thanks for joining me this evening to talk about all these shenanigans. Yeah, no problem. I'm glad to be here and glad to help out in the absence of Howard. Woo! So it's going to be a, another schlobber knocker of a show. Why? Because we are on location this evening. JS is out prowling for snow. He, he's killing oh, snowmen. <laughs> that is right. Every one of them. <laughs> just, uh, just keep watching in the background whenever he shows up, because those aren't just streetlights. Uh, those are uh, snowmen going over his hood. <laughs> Currently, I'm on snowman number 64, and I'm heading for 65. <laughs> you thought that we were kidding with this, but but he, he's on it. He's on it tonight. So glad that uh, both you could make a little bit of time for the Triple B again. And, of course, we're talking about Snowmageddon 2022. It's, it's uh, the most terrible blizzard ever. Not really. It wasn't. It wasn't terrible. I mean, if you stayed at home or you had the ability to, you know, like JS has of plowing himself out or some heavy machinery, then you could go. But otherwise, you should have just stayed home. Me, I didn't have that option. I had to go to work. So I went to work the entire time. Come on, but. you can make it. Come on. We're struggling, but I think we can do it. That's just the lag. It's fine. He'll make it up the hill. We'll, we'll get there. You can so, see level ground behind me through my window, I think. But <laughs> It's all uh, level based on your perspective, right? Yeah, something like that. 
just as long as the uh, street lights keep going by this way and they're not on the bottom of the frame, I think we're we're in an okay position. <laughs> so just just to clarify, JS, we're doing a what's on tap now. What do you have to keep you going through all of these uh, 60 plus stops that you've made so far today? I have a healthy dose of, oh, come on, if I can get this thing into, into four-wheel drive here, not neutral. There we go. I have a healthy dose of super caffeinated, cynic, stay awake coffee with a shot of half and half creamer and a bottle of water. Double fisting tonight. I like it. That's one of the things about the show is that we say, pull up a cold beverage. In this case, you can pull up a cold beverage and a hot beverage, and it's fine. You don't have to drink to be on the show. Drink alcohol. We want you to have a drink. Just doesn't have to be alcohol. So something that we do expect out of the brewmaster, though, is... A frothy beverage, perhaps a barley pop, if you will. And this evening, Local Geek has something tasty from what he was alluding to. So what's on tap for you? I have got a uh, Fargo Brewing Company. There she goes, a prickly pear sour beer. And you've had this before. I have just recently had it. I bought a six pack and I've had a couple so far. Not tonight, but <laughs> uh-huh. not yet. So this is the first one of the night. Okay. So what's your initial thoughts? You know, thinking back to the other couple you've had in the previous uh, days or weeks compared to uh, now and the aroma you're getting and uh, the taste and whatnot. I don't pick up a whole lot of the prickly pear flavor, although I'd don't really know what to expect for that flavor but it is a very good beer um if you've had the laughing sun's uh space probe sour i think it was called the plum one that they did a while back it tastes very similar to that without the plum syrup in it and it's, it's got a very lovely like reddish pink color and look at that glass in, that you have the, there in the beer blues bs glass i like it i like it good work so when you when you sniff it and you, and you sip it, what what do you got coming out of there? It's it's got a nice sour flavor. I'm I'm a big sour beer liker, so I gravitate towards those pretty heavily. In fact, awesome. I uh, when I picked this up, I was in Fargo and I had every intention of picking up something from Icewind Brewing. And when I saw this one, I was like, I got to get that. And so I was skipping Icewind on it, but I'll get them next time. You should have got all of it. I mean. <laughs> It's not every day you make it to Fargo. Right. Well, I suppose it's uh, time for me to open up the Triple B fridge and see what we have this evening. Let's go top shelf. I just moved some stuff around. Um, This one, I don't know if you want to call it a sour just by, by looking at it or if you want to just go with a wheat is what it claims to be. But this is the rind over matter wheat series from bells brewing 
or bro, Bell's beer, 12 fluid ounces. It is a wheat ale with lemon and orange zest. Yes. Uh, 5% per alcohol per volume. Puerto Rico do not litter. So don't litter in Puerto Rico, according to the can. Shelf life, six months. Uh, that it's going to be good then. <laughs> and of course, uh, Ball Corporation right there at the bottom for uh, your Colorado Avalanche. So <clears throat> let's go ahead and open this thing up. Take a sniff. Yeah, you get the hit of uh, the lemon right off the top. Very citrusy. Mm. And the, the weedy taste on it. And right away, I'm not tasting so much of the orange, but uh, you, you do get the lemon on it. So not too bad. I think somebody Hi, wants Ryan. a sip. Yeah, you're, you're not old enough yet. Your birthday is coming up in May. I I know, I know. He's going to be four. And so in cat years, that's got to be at least 21. But for his Probably. health and safety, I'm not going to give him a beer. My cat's going to be 14 this year. Actually, this month. Perfect. Well, happy birthday to your kitty. Oh, not good. Well, you, not good. <laughs> you, uh... You, you okay? It looks like the steering wheel's coming off the thing there. I'm trying not to be on your car, so, you know. Okay. <clears throat> I'm glad to see that nothing much has changed in the past three days. People are still driving like idiots. Yeah. And there's another person running out in the middle of the street. I don't, don't play Frogger with the giant snowplow. So... Uh, does that mean that we need to talk about Snowmageddon right away? Uh, I know a local geek put on there of what do we do when everything was shut down? What was going on? So I think we know what you did, but give us a quick recap because uh, you've been out today all day pushing snow, pulling people out, whatnot. What else did you have going on during Snowmageddon? You can make a small big truck, small big truck. There we go. Here we go. Did you do it? <clears throat> Sorry. I'm attempting to not crash. Oh, shit. Ah, made it. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I was utterly exhausted from the day before. The day before, I had been out for 27 hours straight, clearing snow and pulling out stupid people. Uh, I pulled at least 10 people out from the same spot on Lincoln Road. Oh, God, this is a dead end. I don't like this town. I pulled at least 10 people out from the same spot on Lincoln Road. Um, the street was fine, and the road was fine, and then it would all of a sudden turn to pure hell. It would go from somewhat icy to th instantly three feet of snow. And there was no no getting through it. Um, the cars that would stop would end up in the middle of the highway or in the driving lane. And 
I couldn't leave America. There was going to be a, a hell of a crash if I did. Because the guys in pickups wouldn't see them, and because there was no absolutely no visibility, so you'd have people in pickups just barreling through there trying to make it through. So I ended up pulling out, like I said, at least 10 people from the same spot. Started out that day doing snow removal. I blew a tire on the trailer, so I had to dump the machine at the church and at home with just the pickup and trailer to attempt to change a tire. Uh, first roundabout, there was five people stuck in the same spot. Um, Guff Miller Dirtworks actually brought out a road grader in order to get everybody out of there. I'm happy to say that I'm the only one who wasn't stuck at that point. Then made it to the mile-long driveway that I have and proceeded to bury the plow truck in the driveway because the snow was, again, three feet deep. Ended up walking for a mile through the blizzard, terrible, god-awful conditions to get to the house and get the big tractor so I could chew my way back through and pull and drag the pickup and trailer back to the house. And then had to proceed to go back with the wife to get the skidster. And then that is when the rest of the interesting night commenced. This is a big help. And uh, what other uh, interesting things did you have going on? Every time I came through Lincoln Road, there was another vehicle that was stuck in there. Or two. Of course. You know, so... Every time we went through, we had to pull another vehicle out. The last time I went through, I was trying to dig the vehicle, dig a, a path for the car, the Chevy Impala, that this wonderful gentleman, who's a dumbass, was trying to make it home in, in a Chevy Impala, in the middle of a blizzard. He failed. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. The funny thing is I saw a Pontiac Grand Am driving around on uh, Wednesday on my way to work, and I'm like, why? You made it to an, a snow emergency route that was partially cleared, so fine, but where are you going? <laughs> why? Where are you going to park that thing? Well, whatever. I will say for me, the perk of working at a hospital is that's one of the first routes that they clear is to the hospital. So if I can get to a cleared route, I can most likely get to work. True. If you can get out of your driveway. Exactly. I'm, I'm lucky enough. I was thankfully able to wait from home during the event. So I didn't have to waste a bunch of PTO time or try to drive into work, but. Ah, uh, working from home. <laughs> Would have been nice. Would have been nice. But nope. Not this time. Unable. Where do I drop this machine? Look at that. Side profile. We're getting all of the angles of all of the action. This is like uh, live PD or or uh, live. What was the other one? It wasn't live FD. I don't remember. Maybe it was. There's live everything. Oh, I think I found the right street. 
Yeah, just just watch. Uh, you're gonna end up busting through local geeks' uh, front porch or something like that. <laughs> we'll even see a bunch of snow come falling down into the set of the Brewmaster any second now. I might have it. hope not. It, it would be right over that way though if that happened. <laughs> I actually, found the right street, or I'm going the complete opposite way, one or the other. I don't know. I'm guessing both. <laughs> that is the right street and it's backwards. Because why not? Is this it? Ha! I found it! <laughs> I win. We helped, Derek. We helped. We sure did. Well, the skidster is going to get parked, or the trailer is going to get parked right in the middle of this road because no one needs to get through here anyway. So they're just going to have to deal with it. This is going to be going to be awesome. This is this is the attitude I have had pretty much all day. I I no longer have any things to give. <laughs> it, it's a, it's a show, so I'll uh, I'll try and keep the, uh, the 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 bad words out. That's good. Helps helps less bleeping in the end. <laughs> well, I would ask uh, if if, uh, if there's anything else that was going on with uh, JS Gunslinger, but we're in the middle of what's happening, so we kind kind of already know. <laughs> I uh, I was somewhat excited to show you the. Uh the uh, progress in the basement when we did this. However, um, uh, we're, we're not going to get to that point because I'm, I'm not going to be home for another three to five hours. So oh, that, that's okay. So when honest, you, this is probably when you, just as exciting, if not more. <laughs> I'm going to flip the camera around. Yeah, Strap it to the windshield of, of the skitter and uh, we're going to watch all of this happen. Is there a way to flip the camera facing forward? I'm sure you click on the camera uh, button and then maybe a swap, a swap on it. See this? There, there look, we're, we're doing this. It's it's live. It's F it. We'll do it live. <laughs> we're making this up as we go. Whatever. It's just I'm just gonna. Oop, I'm just gonna do this. Can you can you see out of the pocket? Yep. Perfect. <laughs> this is this is going to be interesting. You're going to get a you're you're going to get a live PD view right here. This is how my day has been going. <laughs> I love it. It's all dark <laughs> and depressing. <laughs> Who's the machine? All right. Well, uh, aside from working at home, their local geek, anything else during Snowmageddon? Were you stuck indoors the entire time, or, or did you? Part, yeah. We took the little guy out and let him play in the snow for a little while, and we. Uh... <laughs> I did go out on Wednesday. I took the chances of getting off my street and trying to get to a main thoroughfare and went up to Walmart to pick up some things that we needed. We had all of the supplies we needed needed, but little guy needed some extra food and stuff for what he's been picky about eating. So I figured I'd take the chance 
it's only two blocks to get over to a major road and was able to get out and made it to Walmart and then uh, got to thinking, you know, it's uphill every way I go coming home. So let's see if this happens. But I I made it back home and once I turned traction control off, I was able to get back into my parking spot on the street. Without that, I just slid down the middle of the road and didn't turn at all when I tried. You got to hate not being uh, able to turn when you try to turn, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's not how it's supposed to work. But it's called traction the, control, but it took my control away. <laughs> yeah, that that sounds more about right. That it it takes it away from you. Yeah, I on Thursday, you know, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, I made it uh, fine, but Thursday it got uh, too deep. So I, I should have taken the the wife's vehicle, but uh, the boss ended up coming over in his lifted up truck and uh, picking me up. So it was nice because I didn't have to pay for gas to work that day, but I probably burned enough of the gas from what would have been to and from work trying to get out of my street. Made it, I don't know, halfway out to uh, the emergency route and uh, got high-centered and uh, shoveled out around my tires put it in reverse backed all the way up to my driveway and just went back into the driveway and into the into the garage that was i was a a little nervous when i went out because i was scraping the belly of my car all the way over to the main streets and your vehicle is is high enough where you can make it through a decent snow yeah, I wasn't scraping bad enough that I was worried about getting stuck, but coming back in, I did just about get stuck a couple of times just because I didn't have the momentum I had when I got out of my parking spot. But. Did you run into some of those areas where the slush had broken through and whatnot from people driving, and so then you're in, going kind of like this, kind of like what you tried to do with your your parking space there? Um, a little bit of it, uh, just a block from my house. There was some of that. That's where I almost got stuck at was where that was going on. But for the most part, it was actually pretty smooth. Um, the worst part about it was when I went out Wednesday night was right after the wind picked up and I don't know how familiar you are with the Mandan Walmart, but it's up on the hill kind of with nothing surrounding it. So there was a lot of blowing snow. Hey, speaking of blowing snow, we're getting, uh, we're getting some video over there again. We see some, see some lights now. And of of course, uh, <laughs> I should was. We, uh, should we unmute him, or I guess you maybe have control over that? Well, let me see. <laughs> what can I do? It. That's the question. Oops. Well, there. We can just. Oh, uh, I can pin him, but it doesn't actually show him. And I apparently can't. Un- uh, you wait. Yeah, you can't unmute someone else. I can mute somebody, but I can't unmute somebody else. <laughs> How does that work? That's unfortunate. What kind of you're an admin. You should be able to. What kind of video service is this? Come on, this is this is like rookie rookie stuff. I don't know. Hmm. Oh, let me see if I can do this. If I turn something else, nope, nope. Well, I went full screen. <laughs> no, this is this is great. Don't you love this? It's like troubleshooting. We're, we're doing more troubleshooting as we're figuring things out. <laughs> so uh, while I try and figure this out and see if we can get uh, the, the live video 
I I know what I can do. I know what I can do. Although he he might uh, might be unmuting himself momentarily here. I I have I have an idea. You're gonna love this. <laughs> you got a screen so, recorder going. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe. Then Howard could at least edit parts of it in. <laughs> Because he likes to have more work to do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. More, more work for future Howard. No, uh, I'm going to make this uh, nicer for him, so so he hopefully uh, doesn't have the, you know anything extra to try and mess with. Because I'm nice like that. Try to be. So, well, I'm I'm figuring this thing out. Are you watching anything? What's what's new? Um, you know, I haven't been watching a whole lot new since the last time we talked. We're still on the Jurassic Park kicks. So we've been watching lots of that. Although we have graduated, we've started watching Jurassic Park 2 now. So, a little bit of new stuff. Good. Uh any I know we talked about it before, but um any Marvel or other series you're watching or something like that? Nothing recent. Um, we did watch Jessica Jones when that one came out on Netflix way back a couple years ago now. Um, but other than that, we haven't really watched much of the other Marvel ones. I like it. I like it. I <clears throat> I have been watching... Um, uh, a couple different things. Um, some of them are in the, the Marvel verse. Um, for instance, uh, Moon Knight. the The third episode was just released. So, um, we were watching that. Uh, we went through Hawkeye, and we talked about that before. Uh, Halo, watching Halo, and uh, Picard, uh, season two. Nice. So that's a a couple things that uh, that's going on. Oh, I thought I had this figured out. I haven't watched any any real movies or anything like that. Yeah, we haven't really either. See, I, I was going to make this easy for future Howard, but <clears throat> it uh, does not want to make it easy. So, <laughs> oops. Yeah, <sighs> I was going to make it easy. So, yep. Well, <clears throat> we'd ask uh, JS what he's watching, but right now he's watching out the front of uh, the skid steer. <laughs> that's you. You could maybe join much... from your phone and like record the screen from your phone. And... <laughs> uh, I'm gonna start uh, just recording it to, to start out with, and maybe. Just maybe I can I can get this figured out, you know. 
get this okay. figured out. But let's see. Other than that, no, nothing else to, too crazy going on. Yeah, I know you. Same with you. Good. Because uh, sometimes it's nice to not have anything really crazy going on. Right. Be- because, I mean, why, right? <laughs> yep. You don't want a bunch of crazy stuff going on. Yeah, we've got the little guy was doing some teething last week or the week before. He's getting those last couple molars on the bottom, so he wasn't sleeping super great. And that was a fun mm. couple days. <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine that uh, wouldn't be too much fun. I mean, uh, as far as I know, it's been quite a while since uh, I've been teething or had, I mean, you know, teeth problems or anything. <laughs> so I'm I'm happy to say that uh, I haven't had to worry about that for a while. Right. But. Ah, oh, no. Maybe if I do that. Ah. No. No. I'm trying to make this work to make it easy for Howard. <laughs> easy. I'm recording it. He can figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll share that. You and I get to watch the pre-preview of, of all of it. But right. Howard's missing out. So I, I wanted to ask you about uh, your latest project. What what do you have going on with the uh, the tasty beverage department? Because I know that you're still working on some beers and stuff. So what's the new the new thing? What do you have going on over there? Uh, the next one I'm still looking at doing. I'm I'm pretty sure it's going to be an Irish Red. That's the style I've been wanting to make for a while and just haven't done so far so figure that's a decent beer to have for summertime drinking and it'll be a fun one to make i think i haven't uh delved in to get a recipe knocked out yet for it but um, i gotcha then my kegerator i'm still kind of working on that i gotta get a two by eight to finish putting that together and then i should be hopefully this next beer will go into that so if I'm correct, you're saying that you do not have a beer being brewed at the moment. That's correct. In fact, all of my equipment is at my brother's house right now because that's where we brewed in the wintertime. And the next one will be probably back here again. So I got to go retrieve all that. But Hmm. I gotcha. Well, I'm sad because you I, don't have something in the oven, but. I wouldn't mind just it. leaving my stuff at his house and just brewing there all the time but his schedule and my schedule don't always line up to be able to do a brew day over there so it's kind of like uh, when we were trying to set up a time when we could be over there for a (laughs) brew day like this this isn't working but we got to try and make it work (laughs) right i do have a key for his house and he wouldn't mind if i went over and did one on my own but it's one of those things i'm playing around with a propane burner and stuff at his house. I'd rather he be present just in case something <laughs> was to happen. I'm sure there's some kind of uh, 
exception in the homeowner's insurance that would rule out uh, paying for the damage if you messed with something. I'm sure there's something silly like that, but whatever, right? Yep. Some kind of older brother clause on there. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Does any of this uh, video remind you or make it like bring back some of those memories of, uh, of us driving around after school? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was a snowstorm. Not quite this bad that uh, you drove sideways in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's kind of fun because, uh, you know, we're watching the snow get moved. And of course the camera is going all over the place. He's <laughs> got it in his pocket. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Just waiting for monsters to jump out. And then he dumps a snow, a pile of snow on top of them or something. <laughs> dumps a snowman on top of him. Yeah. Yeah. The snowman <laughs> on top of another snowman. The Blair snow project. That's, that's what it is. The JS snow project. Ooh scary (laughs) (laughs) the funny thing is he probably can't even hear anything that we're saying right now i'm sure that skid loader he's got is pretty loud (laughs) it's probably loud enough i mean he's got his hands on the controls and you know he he looks like he's doing a fine job over there and we're gonna have that video for howard that he's gonna be able to just block us out for i don't know (laughs) How long can we do this? 20 minutes, 30 minutes. How long, however long it takes him to clean out this, this, uh, driveway or, or, or he could where, just put a few shots in here and there in between what we're talking about when we talk about it. However, he's he going to do it. He'll, he's the master. He's going to love that. You said that <laughs> overlaying. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> he's going to love it. Actually, it might work out. Okay. So you might be onto something. The other thing that uh, I, I noticed you put on there, the alcohol laws and history. You, you said you wanted to say something about uh, prohibition. We haven't talked about prohibition on the show. You know, the whole shutdown of alcohol back in the day. So uh, am I on the right track there? You wanted to do something sort of. along them lines? And initially, I actually put it on the run sheet because, uh, well, you can see my my glass is empty. Oh, man. Time to refill. What do you got? So what I'm going to refill with is some absinthe, which has its own spattered history, which prompted me, you know, that's maybe something that's worth talking about. So this is, uh, it's the Jade 1901 series. So in theory, this uh, is the older stuff with uh, uh, the older absinthe with the psychedelic chemicals taken out because they're all illegal. So that's part of something I was going to touch on with it. Um, That's why absinthe was technically made illegal. However, the amounts of thujone, which is the psychedelic element in it, are below 10... Uh, milligrams per kilogram and they always have been which means it's the equivalent of an na beer where they can be at half a percent or less and consider free of it interesting so and so that's still today or that's uh the old law 
that, that's been forever, but in 2007 is when it was officially declared to be something you could legally purchase. Hmm. So, so what's the big deal about the absinthe? What, uh, what was its issue back in the day or even now? <clears throat> Just made, so, made people uh, lose their mind or? Sort of, yeah. So I'm going to put my camera on this here when I pour it. So you can kind of watch the process as it goes. So I, I poured uh, about an ounce of absinthe in the bottom of the glass here. And then I've got a sugar cube and water that I'm mixing with it. And you can kind of see as it pours in, it's going to get kind of a milky color as it goes. And then uh, once it's done, it's kind of a, a milky white with kind of a green hue to it at the end. And what's the reasoning for that as, as I take away from the incredible visuals that we have? Uh, so that's the what you, I guess I would call the proper way to serve it. Um, there are other ways that people do serve it, but uh, typically it's done this way. It's, it's sort of a presentation thing where you can see that it swirls the colors together and works its way into It's called a alouche is what they call it. Alouche. Alouche. Is that uh, Swedish, Danish? I'm guessing it's probably French. Because no. absinthe is a French beverage. Um, Interesting. And what, uh, so compared to the regular uh, out of the bottle versus just with the sugar, is there a difference in the odor? And uh, obviously a sweeter taste because you're adding sugar to it, but does it change some of the other properties with it? Um, not so much the odor. The odor is pretty much the same. Um, the big difference is that out of the bottle, this particular one is 68% in the bottle. So you mm. dilute it out a little bit, it gets down to that 30 to 40% that most alcohol tends to be served at. Um, and then the water, of course, gives it... it uh, changes the flavor profile a little bit it's fairly bitter if you were to just take a shot of it um and it's also got that uh licorice flavor that can drive some people away from it yep <clears throat> personally not i like black licorice fan. so <laughs> although my wife does not like black licorice and she does like some absence so there is a little bit of a leeway there as far as the flavor profiles go but uh, when you get down into the history of absinthe, one of the big contributing factors to it becoming outlawed was actually the wine industry back in the late 1800s. Um, absinthe started getting pretty popular, and it was very affordable for basically everybody in all the classes. And around the 1860s, 1870s, there was an insect that ended up decimating a lot of the grape crop in France and drove up the price of wine, which pushed more and more consumers over to absinthe because it was affordable. Mm. And then once the grape crop, crop had recovered from that, then uh, they were having trouble gaining back some of their people who were drinking wine previously. So they started pushing out propaganda saying that absinthe would make people go crazy and hallucinate and all the, all the things we've heard about it. Um, one big example of that was in 1905, there's a guy named Jean Lanfray, who's a Swiss guy, um, and he, in a drunken rage, murdered his family and tried to commit suicide. 
and it was later revealed throughout the day that he had consumed two glasses of absinthe, seven glasses oh, of wine, no. six glasses of cognac, one coffee laced with brandy, two creme de menthe, and after all that alcohol, it was the two ounces of absinthe that they de- deemed was the reason why he went crazy and decided to kill his family. Yeah, yeah, because cause that was it. Yep. Sure. So there's a lot of propaganda behind why it happened and different uh, stories. And you've gone green again. Yes, got to match the absinthe. I got the green fairy now. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, to set the record straight, drinking a glass or two of absinthe doesn't make you crazy. There isn't enough hallucinogenic properties within it to affect you. Correct. And it tastes like nasty black licorice. I wouldn't say nasty, but yeah. (laughs) Tomato, tomato. (laughs) So another thing about absinthe that you hear a lot about, and you see it in like movies and stuff a lot, is lighting it on fire, which is... It is done, but it's not something that anybody who actually likes the drink would consider proper. Um, typically you see it in like the Czech Republic public and places where they have lower quality. So lighting it on fire kind of masks some of that flavor. Mm. So if you were to pour a little bit into a shot glass, for instance, would you be able to ignite that in the shot glass? Yes. At the uh-huh. 68%, it would most likely light. Once you've diluted it down, it probably wouldn't. Um, what a lot of people do is they pour it over the sugar cube and then they light the remaining sugar Mm. and then that kind of caramelizes the sugar and makes for a nice presentation, but the flavor I don't really care for. I've done it once just to try it. And I'm guessing that you're not, uh, set up in the current realm to have, uh, shall we say the shot burn test to show off to everyone. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> okay. And of course, you know, the whole burning alcohol thing, wasting alcohol. I, exactly. Yeah. We don't, we don't want that either. So, right. You're, you're burning off the alcohol. That's why you're drinking it. Right. <laughs> one would, one would assume, I mean, some people like it for the taste, but I mean, it's black licorice. So, <laughs> um, otherwise we'd, we kind of talked a little bit about prohibition at the beginning of this too. So uh, I can go over some quick things. I Absolutely. Have noted down about yes. Prohibition here. Uh, I love speakeasies, which were, uh, of course, in these, and these times, uh, you know, this is what we talk about there. Local geek is times the, the prohibition era uh, being recreated with these hair fancy, fancy sorts of things. And uh, yeah, uh, the speakeasy um, themed restaurants or even the classically themed restaurant or uh, bars. Yeah, I which... really, really enjoy them with classic cocktails. And, and a lot of these good cocktails like the old fashioned came about around this this time. Right. And yeah, like you say, we've got two of those kinds of bars in town here that I know of at least. We've got uh, 510.2 over in Bismarck, and we've got Thomas and Moriarty's in Mandan. 510.2 being more of the speakeasy style, and Thomas and Moriarty's more just classic cocktails and kind of honoring that early 1900s drinks. 
And they, I have to say, he makes a hell of an old fashioned. And he doesn't put a cherry in it. I don't want to interrupt you guys, but I'm about to go live. All right, let's see what's going on here. Hi, ma'am. Oh, I didn't want to get any closer to your to your edge on this side because I don't know where your berm stops here. Okay, um, I'll I'll shovel out a little bit in front of the garage door and in front of the walkout door there for you too. If you want to open them, I can clear everything from the inside. Look at that gentleman and a scholar. <laughs> It's going crazy. That's right. A little bit of live, live snow patrol action. Yeah. We got some great sound effects as we talk about prohibition. <laughs> so I think. Uh, oh, hi, Orion. Did you find? Did you find a toy? Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, local geek, you were talking about banning alcohol. Well, we were talking about old fashions, and of course, a great old fashioned. Okay. You get some, some. You get some tasty whiskey. You get some uh, simple syrup. You get some simple bitters. The orange zest. Boom! You stir it. You're good to go. No freaking cherry. No. No cherry juice nothing like that which i I have to say that i was at a restaurant it would have been last weekend and asked for an old-fashioned and uh i was like no cherry and the guy's like do you want do you want the cherry juice and i was like no no i i don't want anything cherry in it because it's not supposed to be in there that that is just supposed to be simply a delicious beverage with no cherry that's how that goes no no cherry in it and he's like i didn't know that and i'm like yeah if you want something with a cherry you get a manhattan because that has cherries in it and the sweet vermouth so if you want a cherry beverage, you do that. But if you want an old-fashioned, no cherry. Now, depending on what communist websites you look at, they say that the cherry's optional, but here on the Triple B, there is no, no cherry at all. So uh, if you want a, a great old-fashioned, in fact, uh, a gentleman also... Uh, uh, supporting local businesses that I happen to meet at Thomas and Moriarty's said uh, the base uh, best old fashioned west of the Mason Dixon line. I uh, I can't think of uh, an old fashioned that I've had east of the uh, Mason Dixon line, so I will have to agree that it is. But I take the floor away from local geek. I, I will agree with you. Uh, that's been my go-to when I go to Thomas Moriarty's is the old-fashioned, unless I'm getting an absinthe. Absinthe is usually my number one go-to. And then if I have a second one, usually I'll have an old-fashioned. Or if I'm just not in the mood for an absinthe, I'll have the old-fashioned. Um, so going back to Prohibition, in the United States, that started in 1920, and it was repealed in 1933. 
during that time, the only legal uses of alcohol were for medicinal purposes, which is where I believe we get some of like the Dr. McGilty's brand, things like that. Or uh, churches were allowed to use it for communion uh, wine. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. We kind of talked a little bit about speakeasies. I've got one note about that here when I was kind of doing a little bit of research. Speakeasies were one of the first places in the country where people of mixed races would gather together and typically wouldn't have problems. Um, So that's kind of a cool little fact, given during that time frame, racism was a very big thing and that they were able to intermix with one another and have a good time having some beers or whatever they were having. The beginning of craft cocktails, if you will. Right. Um, The other notes I've got in here um, were a few of the major beer companies that we're familiar with today that uh, survived through Prohibition and uh, the things that allowed them to survive. I've got Anheuser-Busch on the list here. Um, They made all sorts of different products during Prohibition to keep their business alive from infant formula to coffee. And they even uh, did some things making vehicles. Did they do the canned water back then as well, like they they do now for uh, large areas in crisis? Um, It it wasn't listed in the, the article I was reading about it, unless you count the near beer that they made as canned water. Cause they did make near beer, but uh, once speakeasies became a thing, the near beer kind of fell off the profitability radar. So um, next one on my list is Coors. They uh, survived by making malted milk, ceramics, and porcelain. And they even made the porcelain that Edison spark plugs used. Just kind of a cool little fact. Yeah. Like how, how do you make porcelain? I know that's a topic for a different episode, but uh, a, an alcohol manufacturer making porcelain. They converted their uh, brewing vessels into uh, porcelain making vessels. So um, I'm not familiar with the porcelain process necessarily, but I imagine it's kind of like a clay that they make and then harden it. Hmm. So they would, I presume, use those vessels to mix the water and the clay and materials to make the porcelain. Um, in fact, there's a company that exists today called Coors Tech with T-E-K, and they're one of the biggest manufacturers of porcelain in the world still that uh, spun off from when Prohibition was a thing and Coors was making porcelain. Hmm, crazy. What I will say is if anybody has expert knowledge or intimate knowledge of what the hell is porcelain, how do you make it, and uh, the process... Just go ahead and drop a line in the comments at the bottom of the uh, video here if you're watching it on YouTube or in the comments on any of the audio listening services as well or our Facebook page. You can certainly do that too. Beer, Blues, NBS on Facebook. Go ahead and check it out. Now we now we see him. <laughs> and and <laughs> his finger. I think he's trying to unmute himself. Figured we'd keep the uh, anonymity from uh, in case he he uh, gets a pat on the back for doing such a an outstanding job. The good thing is I have a recording of uh, what he's been doing. So right. we talk about prohibition and going into a speakeasy. It's he's a uh, the brick building and he's pushing some snow out of the garage. So. <laughs> So the 
Looking next, good over there. But next, next company one. I've got on my list here is Miller. Um, they actually tried to sell their company off early in Prohibition unsuccessfully, but they survived by making their near beer, which worked, like I said, until the speakeasies kind of became a thing and then that tapered off. But they had a bunch of real estate holdings as well that they were able to either sell off or rent out or utilize to keep profits up. Um, they owned a lot of saloons, so I wouldn't be surprised if some of those were speakeasies. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> and that that probably helped their uh, profitability as well. But that, of course, wasn't mentioned in the article. Uh, the next one on my list is Pabst. Again, they were making near beer, and then they leased space out to Harley Davidson in their plant for manufacturing. And they also made cheese that they aged in their ice cellars and then sold the craft. Oh, cool. Yeah, I wonder what the cheese, like what types of cheese they made or uh, how it tasted. Yeah, I'm not sure. It didn't uh, really cover that either, just that that's what they did. I mean, that's the article is more about what these companies did to survive than going in depth on it, other than the one where they talked about the Edison spark plugs and the, the company's still alive for Coors. But, um, and then We're all about a- the hard-hitting questions here on the <laughs> Triple B. You know that. <laughs> Then there's America's oldest brewery, Yuling. Uh, they were in business almost a full century before Prohibition happened. And uh, during Prohibition, they survived by making ice cream, which was recently revived in 2014. And there was a Yuling ice cream that was out on the market. I think it was 2014. And I'm guessing it's uh, just a special run. It's not still out. I'm guessing so. I don't remember ever seeing it, so... I'm thinking mm. it was probably a, a local thing wherever they did it. Well, that's disappointing because we could try that as a first on this show, reviewing <laughs> ice cream. Right. <laughs> I, I do have in my freezer over here some of the uh, Little Debbie Snacks ice cream, and we could review that. <laughs> <laughs> you go right ahead. <clears throat> you go. Uh, uh, you go right ahead. <laughs> if you want to talk about reviews, uh, I was brought in is quote the reviewing expert for uh, what is it now perky jerky have you heard of that i have heard of it so uh, i (laughs) the guys i work with one of them brought in a bag of this and tasted it and went I I don't like that and then started passing it around and then they called me hey there's uh, something you need to try was basically the phone call and then hung up so I was like all right went back and I tried it I didn't mind it I, I cleaned up the bag just to you know clean it up and get rid of it but their basic flavor is um, heavy on the brown sugar so it's different from your normal jerky flavor and for those guys it was kind of off-putting just the bizarre sweetness like sugary brown sugary taste with the jerky taste but the jerky was super tender so overall I would give that uh, jerky eh, three and a half out of five. I'm sure hopefully they have other tasty flavors that I'll find at one point because I like the peppery 
nature of that jerky. And of course, like I said, it was really tender. So like that. Anyway, we're talking alcohol in the prohibition era. So next on your list, you had, you had something else. The last thing actually on my list is uh, quite a bit before prohibition. It's the uh, Bavarian beer law. Have you heard of this? I haven't. Maybe JS <laughs> has heard of it. I think he likes Bavarian beer or Bavarian almonds. He's got to unmute himself though. We 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 <laughs> we had the we had we had the silent snow removal. Well, the uh, god awful noises that that machine makes probably would have <laughs> eardrums out. So. <laughs> There's Have you a, heard of Bavarian beer or Bavarian almonds, all that? I, I've heard of Bavarian beer. I do. I can't say I haven't heard of the Bavarian beer law, but I don't know 100% what it is. I, I would suspect you guys have both probably heard of it. It's actually the law that states that beer can only contain barley, hops, water, and yeast. Okay. So that was written in 1516. Wow. And that's that law is the reason why you'll see sometimes a sour beer is served with the flavored syrup as like a sidecar instead of included in the beer is because uh, basically the bartender would serve you that syrup on the side with a wink and a nod and be following the laws of the beer laws. Interesting. There is a YouTube channel called Oversimplified. I don't know if either one of you oh, heard. We can't, we can't promote that on this show. <laughs> <laughs> There's another, another channel that my son watches a lot that goes into very simplified history. How's that? And <laughs> it, it's great. He, he talks about the prohibition and, and brings up everything you were, you were talking about, but in a childlike manner. Cool. It's cool. to check that out. Anyway, sorry. Do you have anything to uh, add to the prohibition? I've finished up what I had uh, notes taken on. So, <laughs> for the most part, I heard a little bit of what you're talking about. Most of it sounded like it was how the different um, the different breweries and manufacturers would stay in business. Correct? Yeah, that was the bulk of what I had for notes, and then the, the time frame that it actually occurred for. There was. Also, a lot of female involvement in both the enacting of the prohibition and the repealing of the, of the prohibition. Um, both of it was, as far as I know, was led or started, got the traction from female delegates to either Congress or local representatives to who wanted to push for this. This the later, when it was repealed... Um, or, or I guess when it was when it was started, there was actually a woman, there a group of women who would go into bars and would smash open barrels of beer and different other alcohols with a hatchet <laughs> to uh, to to get this thing passed. It was it, it was it's very interesting that that other show goes into more detail about it and I cannot remember the the that individual's name however but that's interesting yeah other than that I I, I don't have a whole lot of of 
detailed knowledge about it that I can that I can spout without getting something wrong, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, I just went out and did some quick research to try to have some stuff to talk about on top of the absinthe portion that I talked about. So, yeah, and I, I would have done I would have done homework on this had I not been very involved in in snowmageddon. So. I, I would have been a wealth of knowledge, however. <laughs> You're out there doing uh, the triple B work for everyone to, uh, to to attach us to what you're doing. <laughs> we had nothing to do with it, but you're doing it. So, so thanks for doing it. If uh, uh, Derek, are you over in in the the Mandan area? Is your driveway clear? Uh, yeah, mine is clear actually right now. Thanks. <laughs> I'm gonna smoke this little Mercedes real bad. Get out! Of, of course, my ability purposes, we can neither confirm nor deny that he purposely did anything on his end, and it looks like he's still driving. <laughs> so I think we're good. The Mercedes comes all the way into the oncoming lane of traffic to make its turn. You don't go head on with the blade. It's not gonna work. No. Yeah, until the plow comes up my street again, I'm I'm cleared out pretty good. So cool. All right, I figured I would I would throw it by and while I'm over here. So sure, thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> somebody else learned uh, the hard way up near Grand Forks. They they found the snow plow the hard way out on the interstate. Like that, that's no how it's got a bunch of lights and it's orange and silver and you know creates a big snow cloud so just stay away from it i uh speaking of orange and, and lights i have a video to send to you to uh enact your inner light rage uh oh <laughs> you weren't following the county plow again were you yes i was <laughs> <laughs> so to uh let our our viewers listeners and the local geek in on it uh, well, uh, the end of the legislative session in 2020 into 21, the uh, legislators and the DOT looked at some research, whatever, and allowed the maintenance vehicles to add flashing blue lights to the rear of the maintenance vehicles uh, because the blue color spectrum is apparently able to pierce snow uh, better than simple white flashing lights, LED lights. So, all the state plows added amber and blue lights, and then the county decided to also do the same. What they didn't do is sync the light pattern between the different lights. So you look at it, and if they're at the point of their activation, they'll all go once, and you end up with blah! <laughs> and then nothing, and then blah! And then nothing. And so if you're driving, you're like, what is that? And then you almost drive off the road. Or at the ultimate <laughs> You know, it'll alternate a little bit, but then it's stuttering back and forth, and you're like, "What is happening here?" You just know the place, and that's the one you found, wasn't it? 
all four of these are set to weigh uh, major light manufacturer. <laughs> it's random pattern. <laughs> and they're all going at the same time. That's great. And you get, you know, bunch of strobing in your face and if you have epilepsy or some other kind of light sensitive condition you end up going into a phase or have a stroke or something and maybe maybe that's what happened but the state plows have them have them synced and they alternate so it's not so obtrusive in your face yeah i don't know yeah no there's there's four random light patterns and they go through four different flashes when they go through the random but they're all going at different times it's the most confusing thing i've ever seen i love it i mean i don't i really hate it 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 makes me feel like i have ocd and then the ocd feeling goes completely nuts yeah i i tried to send you the video through text message, but it was too large. I'll have to figure out a better way to do it. I'll help you with the technology. We'll, we'll, we'll get you rolling. Cause I'm sure that you've got, uh, the Google photos or whatnot. And, uh, we'll, we'll get it figured out. Yeah. You'll, you'll, you'll enjoy and rage all at the same time. And if, and if we get it in time, just like those videos of uh, the basement progress, that you talked about earlier, we'll have it in this episode. So it's like we planned it. <laughs> there, there is a uh, is a, a video of the progress on my business Facebook page. And it, and as we're recording this, do we have the legal ability to utilize that video and say a, a video production? You are damn right, you do. Awesome! Look at that. C covering all the bases because we don't want to get sued by anybody. Because you know, if we get sued, it it'll be bad for them because we don't have any money. <laughs> yes. And judging by our subscriber count, I, I don't know if we have talent either. But that's a whole separate issue. What we need is uh, the local geek, the brewmaster, to get his skills scaled into the mass production. And then we can uh, hopefully get a triple B brew line and then get it out there to the masses. And then we can actually start uh, funding this. Well, how does that sound? So the only caveat to that is uh, I, need, I need a business sponsor. <laughs> So you gotta be making money for me to be able to do that. It's a it's a work in progress. I mean, maybe we could do like a cost sharing or something. You know, uh, twenty fifty and thirty uh, percent on the uh, back end or something. <laughs> we could, we could figure this out as we uh, as we go. I I happen to have the logo readily available, so I mean, uh, this ad sponsored by on the bottom, and it'll be fine. <laughs> now, uh, rough ballpark monetarily what would a sponsor have to uh, throw out I, oh I have man <laughs> now the yeah. question are you talking the triple B beer or are you talking triple B itself 
I mean, we're going for the beer, but, you know, either one. <laughs> okay. I'll leave the beer up to him because he's the brewmaster. Uh, as for the show, I mean, uh, we can talk to Cheddar later. You know what I'm saying? All right. All right. I mean, as far as just brewing a beer that was named for Beer Blues BS or whatever, I could do that. But uh, to commercially sell it and have the brewer's license, that, that gets spendy. Yeah. You have to get the federal license, the state license, and the city license. And to get the city license, you have to have a physical brick-and-mortar address that you're commercially brewing at. You have enough friends at uh, a local establishment, right? You think we could just uh, work with them on it? You can you can use your elbow grease there to get some ins, huh? I, I think they watch the show, so I mean, maybe. Or, or at least the episodes that I'm on. I don't know if they watch uh, the rest of them. but <laughs> So Local Geek is going to be on every episode from here on out of Triple B. Sorry, Howard. I think you've been replaced. Well, damn. It was a good run while it lasted. JS is laughing, so he likes that idea. <laughs> I'm, I'm good with whatever, but that sounds like a different beer manufacturer slogan. So I don't know if we can say that. <laughs> Love it. Uh, so, kind of touched on the remodeling uh, of your basement. Have you finally uh, rid yourself of the ghost of Jimi Hendrix? I think so. You haven't heard any uh, random songs being played lately? Uh, not, not yet. Not lately. I mean, I do hear, you know, occasional screams and whatnot coming from my daughter's bedroom, but that's just because she's a tiny dinosaur. So... <laughs> Gotcha. And of course, local geek knows, but for uh, the other people who uh, haven't seen it yet, uh, go back a few episodes, find uh, the other episode uh, to this point with JS Gunslinger, because, well, he went to find another drink. The ghost of Jimi Hendrix paid us a visit. <laughs> Don't know what he was trying to play. I mean, maybe that's just the distortion from the beyond, but he paid us a visit so it's nice that your your residence is based on such historical grounds or at least attracts that level of stardom to the show we'll big truck we'll big truck we'll big truck there we go you know i i on that that note um my son has i don't want to i don't know how to explain like gift um, can see things of that nature and more than once he has mentioned things at the house so you never know 
Maybe it's Jimi Hendrix. Maybe it's random guy from 1915. Who knows? Hmm. It's odd because as a as a child, like I can't remember how old I was at the time. I mean, maybe ten, some somewhere in that age range. But the house we lived in at the time uh, was built just before the 1900s. So I mean, it was you know, not almost a hundred years old when we lived there. And whatever reason I got up at one point in the middle of the night, I think I had to go to the bathroom or something. So it was pitch black and uh, walk out of my bedroom into the hallway that was uh, connecting the master bedroom and uh, my bedroom. And uh, I took about two steps out into the hallway and I see this, like little girl standing there, probably about my age at the time, maybe a couple years younger, what would have been eight year old, something like that. Pigtails, blue and white bows in, in the pigtails, blonde hair, and kind of the same, like a, a dress like that with the blue and uh, white flowers with the, like a white um, bow around as kind of a, a belt or, or however the old style you would describe that as and uh, holding like a, a, a doll, what would be in the early, you know, 1900s. And she didn't say anything, but she was standing in the, in the hallway and I can vividly remember it and vividly see her. And I felt this rush of cold air in the hallway. And then I, you know, I stopped and I'm, I'm like, what, what is it? What? <laughs> I don't have any words for this. I can even remember she had uh, black shoes with the, like the lace uh, bows on the top. Like they had, you know, way back when. And after I stood there for 30 seconds, I blinked a few times, didn't know what to say, froze in my tracks, and then she disappeared. Never saw her again. No idea. If if she lived in the house, lived in the area, just was attracted to come say hello to me at that point or whatever, but that was an odd, odd event in my uh, early childhood. That's interesting. Just about ran a car off the road. <laughs> he's, he's too busy listening to ghost stories. Moron tried to cut me off. Oh, I did. Well, at least, at least you're still uh, not in the snowbank, and uh, you're operational. Yeah. Well, I wasn't gonna go in the snowbank. The tiny car was. Love it. What about That's you, a- local geek? Any weird stories? Supernatural? Nothing I can really think of. Um, the closest thing I can think of that I had like that is uh, I had a cousin who passed away in 2004 who I was really close with. And it was probably about 10 years after he passed away before I ever had a dream about him. And that dream that I had about him was when I was going through kind of a rough patch. So it was like he was just showing me that he was watching me or whatever. 
Dreamers are weird like that, aren't they? Yeah. But it's good. You, or you get that little reassurance, whether it's your your subconscious reminding you that things are going to be okay or if it's the supernatural coming in and, uh, you know, the essence of those people you knew and, or even didn't know and coming in and uh, leaving that message for you. Right. Something that would be cool to know with the scientific uh, nature of it, but then again, how do you explain it? I I saw an article and I, how I want to know your guys take on this. Uh, the article said that science now has confirmed. I don't know how, but has confirmed that uh, your life flashes before your eyes before you die. What do you guys think? I think I don't know how they've proven this through science. However. I think that's a totally real possibility. Um, given some of the interesting situations I've been involved with, weird things like that happen. Yeah, I can definitely see it. I mean, most people's deaths aren't like instantaneous. You've got time to kind of reflect on things. And I think that's maybe what it is, is whether you're laying in a hospital bed knowing you're going to die and just kind of reliving some of the better times of your life or you fall down, have a heart attack and you don't die instantly. You start thinking about those things. I imagine. <laughs> it's an interesting topic that I just typed into the, uh, the rundown and Howard's going to wonder if we were really drunk or if uh, we just went there and obviously we, we kind of went there. We all had so. too much absinthe. Yeah. Just you. Cause you didn't bring any <laughs> true. I didn't share. Yeah. And, and knowing that JS was in the area, I mean, he could have stopped by, picked some up on the way back out this way. So, <sighs> I that, did no, offer. I did offer to clear your driveway, and you just said you were good. So I, you know, didn't. Know. <laughs> I mean, I mean you, you, sh you should have just been more blunt and said, "Hey, I need to stop over. Can I pick up some homebrew from you?" <laughs> you know, I could have. Yeah, careful, he's going to turn that some bitch around. He'll be there in ten minutes. <laughs> hey, I, I'd run a couple bottles out for him. <laughs> I was doing the, uh, you know, the, the whole, like, girlfriend subtle hint thing that men don't pick up on. <laughs> there is literally a guy parked on the sidewalk in front of the main bar. Oh. Nice. Not suspicious at all. Stupid as that. Oh, what I was thinking is, uh, you know, if if it's really tantalizing for him, he could turn around, and go do it, and just kind of clear your street for you, and then he wouldn't have to worry about uh, jumping over and around those uh, ice ice uh, chunks and everything, and getting back into your parking spot. It would just be clear for you, and then 
you wouldn't have to worry about the city plowing your driveway in either. With how many people park on my street, it's probably not going to happen anyway, but I don't know that they're ever going to get a chance to plow what they haven't already. Hmm. You never know. There's the, there's the proof. He's drinking the coffee. He's still still rolling. Just about out. I should have made a pit stop at the gas station. That's all we need. Live stream into uh, one of the random gas stations. Although I will say, Howard keeps talking about holiday gas stations and holiday coffee being superior to any other convenience store gas station. So having, uh, I'm guessing, tasted quite a few different variants of coffee. Uh, JS, what, what is your favorite gas station C-store coffee? I am going to have to go with Howie on this one. The holiday, by far, has some of the best gas station coffee that I've had. They now have the bean-to-cup machines to where they're as, fra well, as fresh as you can get stale coffee beans. Um, coffee beans in the machine, you press the button, it grinds them, and then brews you a cup right there on the spot. I, Local geek, oh, did you hit something there? <laughs> there's their Arco gas station here that I'm going to try their coffee because I want some more. <laughs> here we go. This is going to be interesting. People are going to be uh, introduced to Triple B in the the best worst way ever. <laughs> If I can cram this giant trailer into this tiny little gas station parking lot. I'm sure it's fine. Just park it anywhere. Everybody else does. I'm going to block everything with this, but you know what? I don't care. Ta-da. So, <laughs> he made it. Oh, here we go. I don't see the blue glow. Oh, this is the Arco he was talking about. I'm guessing this is the one on 6th Street by Sanford. <laughs> this is the one um, on Main Avenue. They closed up. Hey, they're closed. Oh. oh, no. Terrible. Well, at least you can get some gas without anybody harassing you. <laughs> Except the commercials that they play on their pumps there. <laughs> and I was really looking forward to more coffee. Well, I know there's another one, uh, or you know, another gas station around the area or two. So, Cenex Coffee is terrible. It, it's god awful. Um, that's the only close one. The Holiday. Oh, the holidays all the way down on university and getting in and out of that parking lot is treacherous in a car, let alone with this rig. There's a Simonson's down the road, though. Let's try that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They probably are already closed because it's a time that's late, and then I don't know what time. Well, eventually you'll uh, get to either 
another gas station that has decent coffee, or you'll get home. One or the two. Well, true. I, I I am going into my business, so I suppose I could just make a cup in the Keurig that I have there. So I'm gonna I'm gonna completely block the entire roadway right now because I don't have a choice. Uh-oh. Look at that green light. Ta-da. Oh, <laughs> I see what happened. You're, you're making a right and then a left. Uh, I was like, why are you blocking traffic? Did you get stuck? Nope. Just traffic lights. I have a 24-foot trailer behind a long box pickup with a blade on the front of it and pulling out of that gas station and, and then attempting to get into the left turn lane. I was practically sideways across all three lanes. And not the first vehicle today to do that on that street, I'm sure. So uh, <laughs> nothing to worry about. Now, let's see how bad there is. This is this is going to be an adventure. It's a good thing that he has uh, a, a, a piece of equipment with a bucket on the back and a truck with a plow in the front. <laughs> Judging by the amount of people in the bar with the green lettering, I'm thinking it's okay. <laughs> hmm. Good, good plan. Actually, it's terrible. Never mind. No. <laughs> they, they plowed it, but I think they plowed it with a toothbrush because the ice is and snow is is very very thick. Must not have been the operator that came by my place because uh, he had the front of that motor grater about 10 feet off the ground cranking down to get all the ice off. Oh, this is going to be fun. Come on, pick up. You can do it. Ha, I made it. Here I was waiting for something what much more dramatic, like the phone goes sailing up into the air and ends up on the dash, and now we're looking up at space, some something crazy, but turned out very, very anticlimactic. Yeah, there's there's about a foot of compacted ice and snow on the street right here, um, but it's hard enough to where I can drive on top of it, so. The part, I, will, I will give you a street view of the business I am about to clear out and uh, and let you look how deep this snow here is. Because this is ridiculous. You, you're seeing it and hearing it here first. This is live on the ground reporting. A first for Triple B. Going mobile. <laughs> it's good that he put his hat on because it's cold out there. You better put your booties on. It's cold out there every day. I got booties on already. I got the I, I got the big ones on today. Okay. So not only did the city leave a About two foot, maybe three foot high berm in front of the building, if you can see. 
that that's the parking lot I have to clear out. So where do you end up putting it? The the snow that you're about to, to push out of there. I'm gonna put all of it over there. You see that little ridge right there? That is where all of this snow was gonna end up going. Awesome. The coffee first, right? Well, I just kind of want to see how deep this parking lot is. Currently, it's up to my knees. <laughs> oh, my God. Look at this. <laughs> we have to remember that, uh, you know, without making a, a size joke on you, that, that you're not the, the most vertical person. Hey, I am officially three foot two, okay? <laughs> Oh. That's good. Man, this is terrible. Okay. I don't know if, how the hell I'm going to do this, but I'm going to try. Uh, one scoop at a time, right? Yeah. I, I'm not even going to try walk all the way to the door. I'm going to plow myself a path first. That's kind of surprising for you. I mean, coffee second. Like, I, are you feeling okay? You delusional? I, a little bit. I've had very little sleep in the, in the last three days. You say I, I I know about where you are, so I'll uh, I'll track your phone, be over there. I'll take you to the hospital. We'll make it okay. There you go. I'm not far from the hospital, so it'd be a short trip. Once I get there, yeah. <laughs> so uh, local geek. We didn't get to talk to or ask you about your coffee. Do do you drink coffee? Do you like coffee? Where's your coffee choice location? I am not a big coffee drinker. If I do have coffee, it's something like a cappuccino or something with a lot of sugar added to it. <laughs> so you go to the, fa the fancier places like uh, the Buckstar or perhaps the, the Boo Cara? Yeah, usually that's where I go is Caribou. Oh. He committed the ultimate sin. I know. <laughs> it's okay, I've done it like five times. I mean, it is what it is. Hopefully, they pay us. That would be great. Give us, give us each a a, a cup of uh, our beverage of choice. Yeah, if I if I do have coffee, that's what I'll get. Otherwise, uh, if I make something at home, it's usually like a tea, or I'll get like a. A pop of some sort. He's okay, folks. <laughs> All right. Time for some more live snow moving action. All right. You're probably going to want to mute me because the noises coming up this thing are going to be pretty horrible. All right, fire it up, and then we'll uh, we'll shut you down. <laughs> I will say, when I start doing donuts, it could be kind of kind of entertaining for the camera. Yeah, it it looks interesting. I'll I'll give you that. Right, hopefully, I made some good B roll video for you. Absolutely, we we got uh, you know the bucket going up, the bucket going down, snow getting shoved around. It, it's great. Well, once I get a little a little cleared out into this parking lot, we'll make some, we'll make some spins, and you can you can put that on there and 
See if you can make anybody throw up. <laughs> Probably just be a local geek at this rate. <laughs> I haven't had that much to drink. There's well, still time. To be partaking in the, in the drinking with you. However, they frown upon consuming alcohol and operating heavy equipment. Yeah, it happens. And that was the funny thing because uh, JS and I were going to meet up this week to have a, a beer or two or, or a drink or two anyway. And uh, well, turns out that uh, snowstorm decided to roll in and hey, there's a dude randomly walking like, okay. <laughs> No, that is surprisingly yeah. not very loud at all. Our our drinks never end up being one or two. It's usually ten. Yeah, I mean, it's also over the period of like ten hours, so I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> not that we go anywhere, but. <laughs> If we do make it to a bar, we close down whatever bar that is, but the last couple times it's just been in Kidder's basement. The set of the Triple B. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. It's a cheaper place to go. Once I once I finish my basement, we'll, we'll have a we'll have a cool little uh, lounge area to try out. That'll be good because then we can get the. Uh, of course, if you want, because I'm not just going to invite people over to your house, but uh, we, we, I can swing by and uh, take Howard hostage. Local geek can help me, and then uh, we can, woo, that thing's squeaking. Got to get you some, got to get you some grease for that thing or something. Ah, Jesus. <laughs> Uh, like I was saying, not that uh, you know we want. I want to uh, force invite some people, or just uh, choose to uh, invite a bunch of extra people over to your place. But again, once it's done, we get the local geek and Howard come over, do an episode, check it out. He can point out the fine, uh, rich mahogany in the walls and whatnot. They're Douglas fir, and they're 110 years old. How do you feel about that local geek? Does that sound sound good? Yeah, I'd be down. I can certainly supply some beers, or maybe I can uh, rig up a jockey box with a keg. And... Oh man, this is gonna be great. I uh, I, I better uh, better hit the mute on that. <laughs> we this don't end up your, with all this all the super squeaking. This is gonna be your top rated episode right here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna peak. The, like the viewership will peak to right about uh, uh, thirty seconds ago, and just <laughs> especially on the audio version of it. Squeak, squeak. Gah! It just. I'm surprised uh, so. that uh, the skid steer itself wasn't all that loud, though. I was expecting mm -hmm. it to be a lot louder when he fired it up. Yeah, me too. I, I thought that there would be, uh, uh, from what he was alluding to, that it would be all uh, angry. 
I guess would be a good term for it, but uh, just just needs to lube up the the bearings and the uh, everything with the the hydraulic. I don't know the thing with the thing and the bucket and the boom and make it all good to go. Because I'm sure he's waking up some people out there, <laughs> mainly at the bar nearby. They need to be woke up so they can go home anyway. Yeah, it's almost. Well, I mean, we got some time, but they're going to start singing closing time pretty soon. And you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. (laughs) I had that one stuck in my head earlier today. Oh, well, you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't even know that, but there it is again. So. I suppose as uh, uh, we've been talking for a little while here, um, anything else you want to touch on before we we hit the road? I mean, JS has already hit the road, but... <laughs> he looks like he's got a little while ahead of him yet. Yeah, he's got to find the road again. Right. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have any more topics that I could think of off of the top of my head, so... Oh, no, he's got the wiper going. This is some sweet action happening. Are you still recording that? <laughs> it's, we're recording it, so uh, hopefully Howard can make some <laughs> magic because this is definitely the magic. Magical episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Well, I'm great that uh, uh, glad that uh, you didn't get snowed in too badly over there. And uh, oh, man. It's been it's been a long week, a short yep. week. Did you have to do a lot of hand shoveling? I forgot to ask about that. Yeah, I, I have a uh, electric snowblower that would not have even touched the heavy wet snow. If I had taken the effort to shovel my shed out and shovel my gate to be able to get the snowblower to use it, I was like, the amount of snow I'd have to move to do that is the equivalent of what my sidewalk is. So I just shoveled the sidewalk because I knew that the snowblower wasn't going to do much. Gotcha. We got to get you a heavy duty. Oh, gas. Get out there and kill some snow. When I have an actual garage, I'm definitely going to get a gas one. But with just having a a small driveway and a little bit of sidewalk in front of my house, I couldn't justify spending the money on a big one. I mean, it depends on your bill for your uh, chiropractic visit coming up. True. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, that's that's what I got. I got to ask JS and he's going to be super excited to to hear me ask the question. I need a uh, need to find a screw for my snowblower because the side panel, the little screw came out somewhere at some point in the past. Well, I don't know when it came out. It could have been, you know, two months ago, the last time I used it or a month ago, the last time I used it or the first. Well. Wednesday, the first day that I started with this storm. Little screw disappeared, so the whole panel on the side were around the muffler. Oh, no. <laughs> just sh- the one screw's good. It's still on there, but the other one's off, so the whole thing just shakes. And, of course, I don't want to, you know, ruin it. But I put a, a temporary screw in there, thinking it might work for a little bit. Within the first two minutes of running it today, I, I saw the screw laying on the ground. So I picked it up, put it in my pocket. Oh, no. Yeah. But the this heavy snow was trying to kill my snowblower. But uh, 
it has persevered so far and i'm hoping it can make it make it uh, to the next one and the one after and the one after that as well right yeah that's uh that's another thing i was going to mention is that you know another reason why howard isn't on here is because he's too busy uh, taking part in the the snow shoveling league competitions uh, which, of course, uh, we have their official shirt at BeerBluesBS.com in the merch store. So you go to BeerBluesBS.com, click on merch, and then you can look for the uh, uh, Snow Shoveling League line of apparel, which I know is right up your alley as well, local geek. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I really should have gotten signed up this year. Well, uh, we didn't think that the season would be going this long, but here we are. Right. The, the true winner of the league is clearly JS, though. I mean, he's got the biggest shovel of all of us. For sure. <laughs> he's he's pushing that snow around. This this is this is great video. I mean, it's it it's is. not it's... uh it's not you know blurry or crazy. It's just oh he's he's doing some donuts. There we go. <laughs> it's great. It's kind of entertaining to watch. For me, it's like a Zen moment. Uh, yeah, I, I love yeah. running the skid steer as well. So I haven't had it, the opportunity. Well, once you figure out, depending on the model, because the the brand, uh, I mean, it looks like he's in the yellow brand, and if you go into the darker yellow brand, those two operate similar, but the and so does the orange brownish orange brand. They all kind of run along the same, but the green and yellow, uh, I think runs the similar manner as the, uh, white White brand, white, black, and red. And their system is completely backwards. It runs mainly by foot pedals and then, use these uh, the older ones use the the stick controls and it's all backwards from how it's supposed to be it's just overly complicated and backwards from what it should be like what we're witnessing here is super easy you got one joystick you can push pull left right you use the for the boom and for the bucket and then you even have thumb controls so then say if your bucket has like a a grappler on the front or another attachment. You can use that with the thumb. And then the other one, and I might be backwards on those, but because it's been a couple years since I've been behind the controls one, but anyway, you have joysticks for both. So you can use the one to forward back left, right. So you can do your, all your motion with one hand. And then the other one you use the, for your bucket and boom control. And then, there's a gas pedal, basically, just a foot pedal. That's your speed. So you jam the pedal down, the faster everything works. <laughs> faster you go. And that's another part of it is you usually have a control up here as well where you can tune it to like low speed, medium, and then high speed. So then everything generally works faster based on the overall setting so there's a couple different ways to use them and 
like I said, I haven't been in the white, black, and yellow brand, like brand new ones, if they changed it to the superior joystick technology or if they're still on the stupid foot pedal thing. Whatever. You would have fun. I, I would. I've always wanted to, but I've never had the opportunity. The 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 weirdest thing to get used to is is the the weight balance of it. Because sometimes you feel like you're the whole thing is tipping forward or backward. And, you know, to some extent they're made to do that if you use it correctly. But uh I'm I'm sad that Howard isn't here to to uh to join in because he and I uh have run some equipment out on the ranch. Nice. Mm-hmm. I better put that in the rundown. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, uh, as Howard would say, we've been talking for quite a while. What do you agree with that statement there? Local geek. Yeah, it's, it's been pretty close to the two hour mark. I'm, pretty sure i can't remember exactly when we started recording but fair enough well would you like to give us some cheap plugs first an opportunity for someone else to do some cheap plugs oh i, I suppose i could handle some of that here uh, <laughs> make make sure people are going out there and visiting us on beerbluesbs.com pick up some merch uh like the handy dandy glass i've got here uh, blair is really getting on it uh, you can watch the show on YouTube, uh, pick it up on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, Pandora, Amazon Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, IMDb, Player FM, and I'm sure I'm missing a few others that are out there. You're doing great. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we've done a radio show before, right? Right. Something like high school. <laughs> The uh, just as a side note with the cheap plugs, uh, when I asked the local geek if he'd like to join me, if he was available to join me this evening, I uh, mentioned about uh, talking, and he's he's doing he's doing the spins. He's spinning. <laughs> I was trying to figure out what was going on there. <laughs> he, he, I, yeah, I thought he just jammed it in in uh, in the right, but nope, he's he was cruising. Are you ready for your tilt to whirl? Absolutely. All right, here we go. I can just see that uh, somebody uh, at the business next door is probably going to call uh, to say there's some drunk guy running a skid steer next door. <laughs> Jokes on them. Oh, what do you think, Derek? Did we? Uh, did we? Was it everything you hoped and dreamed for? Oh yeah, that was fun. Uh, I'll throw the mute back on here so you don't get to hear the horrible squeak, squeaking and squealing coming out of this. Yeah, I mean, that's a cheap plug in a, in of itself. 
The machine needs to be greased really, really bad, but I just haven't gotten that far yet. Maybe that'll be our, our remote project. We'll all come out there and grab the grease gun. and I've got an electric one, so it goes fast. See? Don't threaten us with a good time. Right? Grease gun and beer. It sounds like a good time to me. Especially with the brill grease. And uh, that that's... That's what uh, we should talk about, because uh, if I remember correctly, it was one of the Brill Grease uh, beverages that uh, you got to taste, JS. I believe it was. Was that one of the homebrews? Yeah. Yes. I think I remember that one. From what I remember, it was freaking awesome. Thank you. That one was a good one. Uh, hey that was really good thank you (laughs) i i told you it makes terrible noises i wasn't lying (laughs) it's not so bad when it's muffled in my pocket but when it's right next to the arms it's real bad oh yeah i i trying to remember the rubberies that was a the one with kind of a chocolate undertone to it, wasn't it? Uh, I think, the, yeah, there was a little bit in there. That was the, the Scottish ale. Okay. It was pretty thick. Yeah. I, I like the beers that I have to choose, so. <laughs> you have to get you some of the Chernaya Koshka, then. That one was real thick. Oh, yeah? Hell yeah, that sounds good. It, did you uh, end up finishing that one? Because I know it was your winter brew, but uh, I didn't know if you had bottled it, finished it, uh, any of that. I, I have a few left. I think I have less than a six pack left, but I have a few. Or did we try? You gave us some of that, didn't you? And I'm just having that amnesia because of the squeaks. That's <laughs> I think that's what it is. I'm just... Ugh. The Russian Black Cat episode is where we had that one. That's 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 right. He's just smiling away. <laughs> oh, I've been listening to that for twelve hours straight. Well, you probably can't hear it with the church bells ringing, right? Um, there's a lot of things ringing right now. <laughs> it could be church bells. It could be something else. I don't know at this point. Jingle bells. Yeah, I, <laughs> that could be it too. Was that Santa Claus that just flew over? <laughs> no, that was just one of the snowmen that he ran over with the plow. <laughs> Had a Santa hat on it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, going back to the old radio days, uh, as in pre, pre, pre radio, pre TV, way back in the day. We had, uh, well, we had to make a couple like commercials and a and a, a morning show basically, and local geek and I teamed up to make the biggest quality episode ever. 
That's where Millennium Quality Cars came from. And, of course, one of the other commercials was the Simpsons Mr. Plow commercial that we can't air in here because it'll get taken down. <laughs> the Mr. But, Plow commercials was, were amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and uh, we have our own Mr. Plow. That's right. <laughs> you don't know whether it's coming or going or what's happening. This is great. Something really bad, but it's gonna come out really inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 not. It's really good, but it's really bad. Par for the course on this show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can throw it out if you want. You may, future Howard may have to delete it so we don't get uh, fined by the FCC. But you know, hmm. go for it. We'll let him make that determination, or just cover it up with uh, the uh, stock sound effects of the squeaking skid steer. We're beyond cheap plugs anyway now, so he might edit it just end the episode there. Yep. <laughs> I, I, what I was gonna say. Is- <laughs> Told you. <laughs> Not uh, could go a bunch of different ways there, but we'll just we'll just let that one sit in the snowbank. <laughs> oh yeah, That's awesome. Well. First of all, I want to thank both of you for joining me and helping me get through another week of the Triple B. Appreciate it. Local Geek, thanks for doing all the cheap plugs, so I pretty much didn't have to do any of the cheap plugs this week. Yeah. The biggest one is BeerBluesBS.com. And I nailed that one. Absolutely. Love it. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube and all of the audio services that he mentioned. Sharing is caring. Appreciate it. Did did I just hear a, a whoop whoop in there? There we go. I'm I'm, I'm trying to get some some uh, backlighting effect to uh, make myself look more beautiful for the ending. This is this is just stupendous. <laughs> I could have been a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> any uh, any final words of wisdom from uh, from either of you? If it's blizzarding, stay home and drive with your headlights on. Right? Yes. If you actually yeah. have to go out, public service. When the white stuff is going sideways, don't go outside. <laughs> yeah. When they close the roads, just don't pretend that you need to go to Walmart and get like bread and 30 other things. Just stay home. Yes. Yes. Getting a pack of cigarettes is not a life essential need. I'd say it's a great time to quit. Right? Because I mean, you're just paying someone else to kill you. Yeah, you're not wrong. You could do more exciting things that don't kill you or kill you a lot slower, like having beverages. 
was that a lemon aid bud light oh uh no I, I know that you couldn't hear a damn thing when we were doing the uh, what's on tap, but uh, it's a rind over matter wheat series beer with lemon and orange zest. Uh, kind of not bad, not bad for a five percent. All right, I said kind of sounds terrible and good at the same time. The closest thing I could uh, mix it with would be a lining poogle with a hint of uh, the one with the orange in it. Oh, Belgian wheat. Yeah, like a Belgian wheat or or I think uh, Derek might have said it there. Blue moon? Yeah, the blue moon. Like just a hint. Cool. More so the lining kugel. There you go. Summer candy. Yes. But anyway. It was a, a one and done. This one wasn't too bad. I'd give it like a three and a half out of five. Just because it, the taste didn't suck, but it wasn't like, man, I really want eight of those. I'd, uh, I'd give that that uh Super coffee, I had like a two. <laughs> two out of ten? Two out of five? <laughs> I mean, two out of five is being generous. Two out of ten is, is more realistic. <laughs> okay. You said that one was a Senex coffee? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty terrible. Well, the, the good thing, I think, is if you're running low on oil or if you want to grease up some of those uh, different areas that need to be lubed, maybe dump some of that coffee on it and it'll help. You would probably do it. <laughs> Local geek, any uh, closing words of wisdom? No, I can't think of anything, but I will say this is probably one of the funnest episodes I've been on, mostly because we've been able to watch JS doing the plowing. <laughs> Unfortunately, the viewers aren't going to see a ton of that, but well, it's all right. Uh, the good thing is, is I've recorded enough of it once I got the system rolling. So, uh, depending on uh, how generous Howard is feeling of uh, having a spinning camera next to the uh, action for you know half the episode, we could see a. A sizable amount of shitties. <laughs> just, we'll just say that. Perfect. So we can, we'll hope for the best. But uh, I mean, as, as for right now, I think we got to call it a night. So JS can get some work done. Local geek can get back to brewing, and I can get back to. I gotta find Ryan's toy for him because he's <laughs> so sad laying in the chair over here. Is that what so, he keeps tapping you for? Yeah, yeah, he was. He he got uh, sad enough that uh, I hadn't got up and grabbed it for him that he laid down in the chair over here. He's like, fine. I'll wait. I'll wait. But anyway, for uh, this episode, it's uh, episode 56 by the way. Wow. Uh, we had, uh, you know, if it was season 10, episode 55 and 56, that'd be something. But we're into year two. 
So technically episodes two and three are like two dash two and two dash three. Anyway, way out of here. We don't need to worry about that. We're just rolling episodic numbers. Find us wherever you want to find us. That's YouTube, Facebook, the website, all the audio services. Search Beer, Blues, and BS if you would. And sharing is caring. Thumbs up is even better, too, because, well, it helps us get in front of more people uh, thanks to the old algorithms. But thank you to Local Geek for bringing the beverage knowledge. Thanks to JS Gunslinger for slinging the snow this evening. Appreciate it. And, well, thank you for joining us for this episode of the Triple B. So, for my co-hosts again, I am the man, the myth, legend, Mark Remember to keep your glass at least half full. It's free beer tomorrow, and we will catch you on down the blizzardy, snowy, dusty Tuscan Highway. We'll catch you on the next one. You have been listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and BS. If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty. UA Productions presents A Glimpse Behind the Curtain. This might be one of the first times I've ever said that I hope somebody on this show isn't drinking. Yeah. <laughs> no. He can neither he can neither confirm nor deny these nor any other allegations at this time. It's only coffee. I only did special coffee. I did pay me in a beer earlier though. There you go. Nice. <laughs> I was tooling around Lincoln doing different driveways and I came across this couple that were that were shoveling and they were having a hell of a time with the snow berm that the city had left for them. <laughs> I peeked my head out and they're like, Can you can you do this? Absolutely. How much you want? Nothing, don't worry about it. I get it all cleaned up and guy walks up, hands me a twenty and a pounder of Miller Light, goes, Here you go, man. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.